You are listening to a bonus episode of This is Type 1. Today I'm talking with Magic Barclay about root cause analysis and type 1 diabetes. Magic is the lead practitioner at Holistic Natural Health Australia and host of the podcast A Magical Life, Health, Wealth, and Weight Loss. Magic, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. So tell our listeners more about you and why root cause analysis is important for how we take care of our diabetes. Sure. Well, a little bit about me. I got into functional health through my own health journey. It's still going. It's like an onion that never stops growing layers. But, you know, I'm a lot better than I was. Six years ago, I was told I had 12 months to live, and that wasn't acceptable. I was sick of chasing symptoms and really wanted to find out why. So that led me to root cause. So now in functional health, in our practice, there's a group of practitioners and we look for root cause. What made you sick? What started your cancer, your diabetes, you know, your Parkinson's or your MS? Like everything had to start somewhere. And we treat that start, that root cause, because that makes your journey through disease so much easier. Have you ever noticed or seen that there are multiple root causes? Yes. And I okay, definitely. and I, I ask this because um, I'm trained as an engineer and I'm kind of a nerd with root cause analysis in the engineering space. So I have a poster of the Titanic root cause analysis maps, like the cause map for what actually sank it. And people are always like, it's the iceberg. But really, there were 18 root causes and any one of them, if they'd addressed it, could have prevented it. So I'm curious if that's like the same thing in the healthcare space. It is. And so if we look at type one in particular, I've written myself a list here, so I'm actually going to read them. The most common root cause of type one diabetes are infections, toxins, stress, adrenals, cortisol, and the Krebs cycle. So no one thing is responsible. The diabetes is the reaction. It is what your body needs to do to keep you alive. I know it doesn't feel like that, but it's what your body needs to do to keep you alive because it senses danger. And they're just the ones that I came up with this morning about what could be a root cause of type 1 diabetes. That's so interesting. It's like, let's let's make your body do something that's going to kill you anyway to prevent you from dying from something else. <laughs> it was going to kill you later. It's not going to kill you right now. So that's you fair. Know, the body doesn't really understand that you could die from this later. It's going, well, I need to save you now. And so that's what it's doing. Interesting. Uh, my type one, I was diagnosed when I was two. It um, emerged, we think it came out, uh, it was like triggered by um, a vaccine. So yep. we've seen that more, re more recently too. It's so interesting. So I actually completely agree. A very dear friend of mine, his niece uh, was sent to hospital with an infection. She just had a vaccine. And I'm not saying all vaccines are bad. Don't haters get on me because, you know, no time for that. But this is what happened in this case. The kid had had some starting school vaccines, felt unwell, went to hospital, was diagnosed with type 1, told she needs one insulin shot a day. Now, three days later, she's still in hospital feeling pretty crappy, told that she needs to have five insulin shots a day for the rest of her life. Now, this is a tiny little kid. 
She's like, you know, four and a half, getting ready to start school, and now this is what she's left with. But no one's addressing the fact that she just had a vaccination which had triggered an infection, and that's where it started. So when you introduce some infections to the body, again, let's not get into the whole argument about do vaccinations work, but when you introduce something to the body like that, it's not going to be great. And we see this later in life as well. You know, we see people in their 30s, 40s, 50s getting diagnosed with type 1. Well, look at the toxicity they've introduced to their life till now. Look at the stress they're under. I read that list earlier. You know, maybe something else is going on and your body is reacting to it. So really important to not dismiss root cause. Talking about immune, because type 1 is an immune um, disorder, what are the immune types and how do they work? Oh, well, I'm so glad you asked. I am an immune nerd, just like you're an engineering nerd. Okay, so the first immune type, everyone has it, and it's the innate immune system. Now, this is all included in your barriers. So like your brain barrier, uh, your skin is a barrier, your nasal cavity is a barrier, your gut is a barrier. So this is all part of the immune system. Now, when we introduce an infection, like a vaccination, you're actually bypassing this system. So it can't learn to fight what you're introducing, right? It just goes, oh, what happened? Something flew over my head. Okay, but it's the one that shows things up. So the innate immune system has a job that within the first three days of encountering a pathogen, three to five days anyway, it says, no, I don't want you going any further. I'm going to create antibodies and knock you down. Now, this is what a head cold looks like, okay? So your innate immune system sees the head cold and set, well, the virus of it, and then says, no, no more. So for three days, you know, you've got stuff coming out of everywhere. Like you're just, you're a ball of mucus basically, and all you want to do is sleep. But maybe day four, you back up, bounce out of bed, you're fine. That is your innate immune system working. Now, if it comes across a pathogen and it can't do that in that time frame, it can't ramp up your white blood cells to help you fight the infection. It can't ramp up natural killer cells, which are exactly what they sound like. They kill things that are bad for us. It can't do that. It calls the acquired immune system in. Now, we all normally sit in a type called TH3 or T regulation. And this is like the conductor of the orchestra. And every time I say, you know, those conductor sticks, which I still don't know the name of, this guy has those conductor sticks. So an infection comes through and innate can't handle it. It sends you to TH1. This is your infection fighting catabolic breaking down system. Now, unfortunately, if you get stuck in TH1, that can look like joint pain, lots of muscle tears, lots of other things, aches, pains, fevers. And so a way of knowing that you're in TH1 is, say, the flu, right? It's longer than a head cold, innate can't handle it. So all of a sudden, everything hurts. Your fingernails hurt, your joints hurt, your jaw hurts, like everything hurts. You're hot, you're sweaty. You know, all you want to do is sleep. And if you try and move around, things happen. You'll get a muscle strain or something like that. 
So that's TH1 working for you. Now you're supposed to get back out of that back to TH3 or T regulation. Now, when we have things like vaccinations or parasites or pregnancy, and I'm not saying pregnancy is a parasite, it's just, you know, they're all in the same group for the for this uh, immune type. We're going to what's called TH2, and that's anabolic. That's building, that's nurturing. So parasites want you to be able to host them, okay? They're living things. So they drive TH2 so that your immune system can't kill them because it's nurturing and building. Same with vaccinations. If we have a vaccination, it won't work unless it drives TH2 because your immune system will go, well, there's an infection. No, get out, and you won't build antibodies. Okay, and the same if we're in a pregnancy. We want to drive TH2 or our body will see the fetus as an infection. Now, we don't want that. We want the baby. So it naturally drives TH2. You're supposed to jump out of that again back to TH3. Now, I mentioned TH1 earlier, the catabolic breaking things down immune type. If this is allowed to do what it does for too long, it breaks down you. So it breaks down your barriers, parts of your innate immune system. And then it puts you into an immune type called TH17, which is catabolic, breaking down. It's your broken barrier system. So that represents as things like, um, you know, brain diseases such as Parkinson's and MS and Alzheimer's, the blood-brain barrier has been compromised. It represents as Crohn's because your gut barrier has been compromised. It represents as psoriasis and contact dermatitis that you just can't get rid of and eczema that your skin barrier has been compromised. So they're the immune types. And yes, diabetes type 1 is an immune response. It is an immune reaction. And quite often, it's a catabolic immune reaction. So we look at an unaddressed infection, toxins, stress, cortisol, adrenal issues. They're all categorized as a threat. So you drive type 1, TH1 too much, and you get type 1. You drive TH17 too much, you get type 1. There's the science in a nutshell. Wow. That was a lot of information. I hope our listeners can go rewind and re-listen to all of that just so you can get a better grasp of what Magic is saying. So you mentioned earlier that this all began with your own health journey. What, like, How do you live with your diagnose, diagnoses and what are they? Okay, well, this is really important. Listeners, your diagnosis is a label. A label is a label is a label. Okay, it's just a bunch of words. It's not who you are, it's not what you are, and it's not what your life is about. If you are living with a disease, with a diagnosis, with a label, put it on the shelf, it's not you. That's really important to know. Too many people say, you know, I'm a diabetic and I can't do this and I can't do that. No, rephrase that. You are someone living with a disease called diabetes, whether it be type 1 or type 2 or type three, which we're learning more about now. So really important that you know that a diagnosis is just a name, just a label given to a collection of symptoms. The symptoms are not the problem. The root cause is the problem. So for me, I was given multiple labels, type two diabetes, 
cancer, hypoxia, stenosis, Lyme disease, heart attack, stroke. I had a whole collection of labels. They are not who I am. They are not what governs my life. And as soon as I made that distinction, I actually started healing from them all. So it's really important that you don't put that on yourself. You say, I am, insert name, and this is what I'm about. You don't need to include those labels. That's a really powerful message. And that's something we've been telling our listeners for the longest time is diabetes does not control you. And that's how we're going to end the episode later is saying the exact same thing. What else should type 1 diabetics in particular know about root cause analysis that we haven't talked about yet? Yeah, well, if you don't address root cause, diabetes won't be the only thing you're dealing with. I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but when we don't address root cause, you know, look, I'm going to put this really graphically for you because I'm a big picture person. Imagine building a road, right? And there's this massive sinkhole in there. And so when you're building a road, as an engineering person, you'll get this. You put planks and struts to be able to put a road over and a false ground, a false floor, but the sinkhole's still there, okay? And the road looks brilliant after you've made it. It's beautiful and, you know, a couple of cars might go across the road and everything's hunky-dory, everything's fine. But then the third car comes along and all of a sudden the struts give way, the false floor gives way, the sinkhole sucks you in. Well, that's what happens with root cause. So when we address symptoms only and we don't go after the root cause, the sinkhole of health opens up and sucks us in. And that's not a fun place to be because that's when you get more labels and diagnosis, but it's still the same root cause. It's still those same infections. It's still stress. It's still your cortisol response. It's still adrenal burnout or adrenal excess. You know, it's still something that is the root cause. And that uh, perfectly explains why all of the autoimmunes love to play together. So if you have one, yeah. you're more likely to get another. And it's called polyautoimmunity, and it's actually becoming really common. And, you know, mainstream medicine, bless them, they've only got so much time to do the things that they do. But if they don't start looking at root cause like functional health practitioners like myself and my team do, then they're going to keep giving you labels and they're going to keep giving you medications and you're going to keep chasing the symptoms. And then they're going to say you have polyautoimmunity because, yes, autoimmunes love to have friends. <laughs> Shout out to my functional endocrinologist who doesn't prescribe more medication than I need. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Where can our listeners connect with you online? Yeah. So we're at uh, www.holisticnaturalhealth.com.au. And that's holistic with a W. Now on there, you'll find links to our free complimentary root cause analysis. It's, I have to warn you, it's a 33 page intake document. And we ask a lot of questions in it because we need to find root cause. You can also find on there uh, our other services. You can find our blogs. You can find the podcast, A Magical Life, Health, Wealth and Weight Loss, and lots of other information, links to our socials. You know, we post very regularly on Instagram and Facebook. We have giveaways quite often to help you live a magical, healthy life. 
So, you know, there's heaps of good stuff. So that's holisticnaturalhealth.com.au. And you can find that link in the episode show, or not the show notes, but the description to this episode, wherever you're listening, just navigate to that description and you'll find those links right there. Thank you so much for sharing all this amazing information with our audience. Thanks so much for having me. It's been a great opportunity and I urge everyone, get your root cause analysis done. All right. That is it for this bonus episode of This is Type 1. Remember, you control your diabetes. It doesn't control you. Hey, if you like what you're listening to on this podcast, you have to join us in the Half Dead Pancreas Club. It's my private community where you'll connect face-to-face with other people with type 1 diabetes, get personalized emotional support, and learn how to handle anything T1D throws at you. Join us over at inspiredforward.com community. I can't wait to see you there.